0: It's Bartender Journey, podcast number 50. It's Vince here. I've got an interview today with Ozeal, who is a bartender who's been following us, following the show, friend of the show for a long time. So uh, let's talk to him. Ozeal. Vince here. What's up, Vince? How you doing, brother? (laughs) Fantastic. How about you?
1: I'm doing good. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year to you. For sure, for sure. What's happening? You work last night? No, I didn't work last night, man. I won't be working until I have another, actually, a couple gigs the next two weeks. There should be a busy weekend coming up.
0: Right. Well, you do private parties and uh, events and kind of on-call stuff, right?
1: Yeah, so pretty much, man, I just started just doing some private bartending uh, to kind of get my feet wet in December and it was a busy month as you can imagine mm-hmm. with all the holidays and uh, all the new year's party I actually bartended on new year's eve so that was cool oh yeah and, uh, nice. so yeah man at a at a private party huh yeah it was it was a big party it was about 150 200 people uh, it was it was crazy man we got slammed but it was it was fun
0: awesome well that's yeah, yeah it's fun doing those private events isn't it it's kind of it's kind of cool
1: it is man because i think people you know are a little bit more just relaxed and they just want to have a good time yeah, and uh, you know, it's just a whole different atmosphere. So yeah, uh, yeah, it is.
0: You know, they're not worried about you know how much money they're spending, or you exactly. know, it's, it's sort of yeah, it's kind of fun. You know, I guess sure. as as you know, we uh, Vanna and I did that for a long time, and he's he's still at the catering hall, um, yeah. doing the private events and stuff, and it, it, right. that was fun. You know, and now I'm working, I'm working at a regular old bar now, and uh, it's a, it's a different vibe for sure. You know. But it's uh they both they both have their good and bad points like anything in life, you know.
1: Absolutely. Well that's what I'm going to. I'm venturing off to uh you know, I actually gonna be doing a few uh private bartending gigs, but I definitely wanna get behind the bar. Hopefully I got an opportunity next month to jump in it and uh and and you know feel that get that experience as well. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Well, well I like your website, man. You're you're really into like the craft of uh, bartending, learning all about it, you know, and from all different kind of sources. So that's that's a really cool thing.
1: No, I think it's important, man. I think it's uh, you know something that uh, you know. And I, you know, kudos to you guys because when I got into it, I got laid off my job. Just to give, I give you a little brief story. I got a lot, laid off my job in April of last year, and I always wanted to bartend. And uh, being a musician, you know, it was something that you just we do. And, and I always wanted to do that, man. I was like, you know what, if this is uh, an opportunity for me to get involved in bartending, this is the time now. So I immersed myself. And I think being an artist also has given me a perspective when it comes to bartending as an art form. And I've been enjoying it, man. I love connecting with people and, and really studying the craft of cocktails. And, uh, you know, listening to you guys was inspired just because, you know, you guys took it serious. And there's a uh, a restoration of pride in bartending now, and I think that's really cool to see that. Kudos to you guys for for representing for all the bartenders. And, uh, oh, thank you, man. Providing that information
0: for sure. Thank you. Well, we're uh, we're glad to help. All right. So yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You know, it's it's really uh, become a source of pride for people bartending and and. Um, you know, where it used to be just kind of, well, I guess if you go way back, you know, to like pre-Prohibition days, it was a real, it, that was a real, um, job, you know, being a bartender was, you knew everybody and you knew everybody's business and, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, it, and there was definitely a lot of pride that went along with it. And then, uh, you know, the, things changed. but, uh, it's really cool to see that resurgence. I agree with that. And, uh, so what, what are some of the other sources you mentioned here on your website that, um, that have kind of inspired you and you've learned, you've learned from? so let's see wow so there was this uh podcast i don't
1: know if you guys ever heard of uh he had a podcast that he went by the mr martini at uh, tim morrison okay and he had a podcast he started back i think in 2004 so i, I found him and connected with him online and uh, of course you know the you guys were, were very uh, integral a uh, part of you know when i started bartending as far as my source for uh, you know learning all the tips and strategies and um also, Steve Snyder from, uh, you know, my boy Steve from Employees uh, Only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. awesome that you
0: got to connect with him. How did yeah, I-, I got
1: to interview him on a blog and I actually got to visit him out in New York City and went to Employees Only with my friends. And uh, we have some mutual friends. I have some, um, there's a bar called Sweet Afton, which is highly recommended if you ever, uh, because I know you're in New York. What is it? Sweet, uh, what? Sweet what? It's called Sweet Afton. Okay. It's, it's in Astoria in Queens. Oh, Okay. Uh great bar man and I I just kind of connected to some bartenders and knew who Steve was and uh, he's kind of the rock star out there so uh, I got to see him just in in, in action and he was just amazing inspiring just to see him how he just flows and so natural and smooth with it so I got to pick his brain and we uh, established a really good relationship online and and got to meet him as well so um, yeah man just been
0: connected with a lot of online you know bartenders and uh, it's been cool man yeah that's great that's great Uh, that employees only is what a great bar that is huh Amazing.
1: man it was packed i don't know i, I think you mentioned that when you went it was super yeah. packed and my boy was like man every single time we go there man that place is packed but the vibe was cool i remember like sitting back and steve was just one thing that i really the takeaway with steve was just watching him work not only mixing just making drinks but his customer service i mean he was such a remarkable bartender uh you know he saw that you know i was waiting because it was packed so there was no seating at the bar right and he saw me as soon as the people left he just cleaned it. Oh, Zio, Sit over here. We got you, man. So he was just real attentive and just observant. And I think that's something that I don't see a lot of bartenders really kind of looking after, you know, the people that are not sitting down and not getting served. I mean, he was all over the place. He just had this panoramic view and he was just on point. And uh, that's a that's a great takeaway for all bartenders to really be observant and have developed this keen scenes of observation to to really know what's going on, not only at your bar, but outside. Right. as well so
0: right yeah well i had a similar experience there where yeah. uh i think i told the story on the show where i i i got there you know it's, it's supposedly the place opens at six o'clock right and so i get there yeah. i got there like at like five thirty, and uh my buddy was running late and whatever and uh i was just kind of hanging out outside and then mm-hmm. uh I was like, I was like, fuck it, I'm going in, and uh, <laughs> I go. So I go in. You know, it's like I, I had been standing outside for like 20 minutes, and uh, I thought the place wasn't even open yet, and I didn't see one person go in or out. And mm. uh, so I'm thinking I'm going to be the only guy in there, right? The place is full already. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. totally full. And uh, like like you, there was no place to sit at the bar. So uh, I kind of went over there. There's a little. Um, like ledge by by the front windows there where you can mm-hmm. um just room for two bar stools you know so i was like uh, i don't i'd rather sit at the bar but there's no stool you know and then uh the bartender there i i wish i could i i don't i forget his name now but uh it wasn't steve but uh yeah he kind of saw that i was like you know trying to get the vibe of the place and i wasn't quite comfortable and whatever and he just he just walks over and smiles and and, and Puts a cocktail napkin in front of me and a, and a glass of water, and I thought that was such a classy move because you yeah. know he wasn't trying to push a drink on me. You know, he was just trying to make me feel comfortable and uh, and welcome. You know, and uh, but and then you know my buddy finally got there, and I, I ended up. Actually talking to one of the managers who was sitting sitting at the bar um, mm. having having some cocktails and that that was cool. But it was man, it just it, you know that place is its reputation is well deserved and it, it really exceeded my expectation expectations. You know,
1: yeah, so it was uh, yeah not only for drinks, man, but just if you want to just see a witness remarkable, you know, remarkable customer service, excuse me, that is the spot to go and check out because those bartenders, like I said, not only are they great bartenders, but they're just, they have just the full package. I mean, they they know how to give you some great service. So uh, definitely highly recommended for anybody who's uh, in the NYC area.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, shoot, I wish I had known you were in uh, New York recently. We could, I would have met you there. <laughs> well, I'm going to be going back, man. Maybe <laughs> I'll right. take you Sweet Afton and uh, we'll, I'll definitely hit you guys up.
1: Uh, it would be right. cool to hang out and grab some some cocktails. I know NYC, you guys are filled. I'm actually in Houston. I'm not sure if you knew. I'm in yeah. Houston, Texas. So uh, there's a great cocktail scene emerging here in the city. So uh, downtown is just filling up with a bunch of cocktail bars, which is yeah. cool. But when I go to New York City, man, it's just... Bombarded with so many bars, we are definitely not able to, to fit them all in in one night. So, uh, I'm oh, definitely no. gonna be back soon, man. So, we'll have to grab some cocktails and enjoy some of that.
0: Oh, yeah, I forget yeah. what the number is, but they used, there used to be a figure quoted like there's I think it's 10,000 bars and restaurants in New York City, in the oh, Vibero, really? wow. like. it might be might be more than that, you know. Eight. It's it's amazing, uh, it's amazing, yeah. But Houston sure. is supposed to have, that is a cool scene from what I hear, and uh, I, I, unfortunately, I've never been there, but uh, I'd like to uh, like to make don't they? It, how close is that to uh, Austin? Austin's about two
1: two hours away. Okay. Two hours away. Actually, I just got back also, man. If you're ever in Texas, you know, i you know, I'd definitely take you around Houston. And, and Austin has a great scene. But San Antonio, man, believe mm. it or not. As a matter of fact, I'm going there in a couple of weeks. They're having a uh, – it's called the San Antonio Cocktail Conference mm. uh, in a couple of weeks. On the 17th, I'm going to take a couple classes and it's, it's very much like the Tells of the Cocktail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Del DeGroff is going to be there. Uh, Deshawn from Employees Only uh, teaching a couple seminars. And uh, a lot of bartenders uh, from New York City are going to be there teaching. So I'm looking forward to to taking a couple classes and, and learning from the greats. Oh, cool. What, what are the classes that you're taking? I'm doing one on uh, vermouth. You know, that's I think that's where it's going, bro. I think a lot of people are are
0: really uh, vermouth is is a big thing. I know you guys had. I
1: think you guys interviewed Avaya, right? Somebody from Avaya. Yeah, yeah. I met them. I met
0: them at the Manhattan Cocktail Classic. Oh, right on. They were super nice guys, and and the vermouth blew me away. I mean, I was just, you know, I really didn't know a lot about vermouth, honestly, before that. And uh, it's so what you find in the speed rack of most bars is such crap, you know. And to to taste something that that's just it just blew me away, you know. I drink Manhattans all the time now. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too.
1: So I'm looking forward to that, man. And I'm going to be taking a course on that, and another one on how to build your own signature cocktail. And oh, then nice. there's another one as well. So I'm going to be taking three or four. So I'm looking forward to that. That's in a couple of weeks. So yeah, San Antonio apparently has a, a great cocktail scene as well. So yeah, man, it's 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 getting big here in Texas. Of course, we're not we're not nowhere close to New York City, man. But yeah. uh, it's definitely coming up. And like I said, there's cocktail. Bars all over the U.S. now that are emerging, which is great for bartenders. Yeah, uh, yeah. You have know.
0: you been to any of those other events? I know I know. there's a, at least one in, in Austin. Um, in Austin, they're having some
1: sort of speed rack competition, um, but uh, I think they do have another uh, cocktail conference Um But yeah, so hopefully I can make it out to Austin because Austin does have a great uh, crafted cocktail scene out there for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, those those events are just they're so much fun, and you just learn so much, and you get exposed to stuff you'd never even dreamed of, you know. And it's uh, and meet such cool people. So uh, I love going to those events. I tell you. Yeah, you went you went to uh, Tales of the Cocktail, right? Yeah, yeah. It was amazing.
1: That's my dream, man That's one of my goals this year So I'm going to San Antonio This is kind of like the baby one This is very much like Tales of the Cocktail But I'm sure it doesn't compare To the to the big one So I'm looking forward To make it out this year So if you get out there, man Let me know Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely Fine. I will uh, Well, we're uh, we're hoping to make it To uh, the nightclub and bar show In Vegas that's, that, Oh, okay That's okay. coming up fairly soon but, uh and you
1: went there last year, right?
0: Yeah, yeah right. That was fun And uh, it, was, it was really cool But the Tales of the Cocktail That's the cream of the crop Of all these events I'll tell you It was amazing I bet. No. I saw I saw footage of it and I was like, man, it just seems like
1: it's just total chaos, you know, and just a bunch of drinking and having good times. And plus (laughs) I've never been to New Orleans. I hear it's a fun city, so uh Oh, yeah it is it is is. We're checking it out
0: it's yeah it's one of those cities it, it, when you go uh you got to get off a of bourbon Street you know the <laughs> bourbon streets like the you know it's like the Times Square of New York it's just where yeah. all the tourists go and that's what everybody thinks of and you know yeah. not that you shouldn't check it out but you know you get off the beaten trail there and it's uh it's just a really cool city and that's uh the yeah the but the event I mean God, just so many cool um events um you know and all all the Top liquor distributors are there and the, and the craft ones and, you know, just the, the people that are making the stuff and you talk to them and they're so passionate about their products. And uh, it's it's amazing, man. It's amazing. You should You should definitely try to make it to that one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if I told the story on the show. I was, I was waiting online to get in one event and, uh, this, this guy just comes over and says, Hey, uh, uh, Absolute's launching a new like premium vodka at a party just down the street. If you don't want to wait in this line, um, come on down. And he gives me like this little coin, which was the admittance, uh, the uh, you showed it at the door, you know, and they let mm. you in, like, kind of like a little speakeasy kind of deal. And, oh, uh, right on! Cool. Uh, but the you know the food and the uh, the the drinks were incredible. It was the most amazing bloody mary I've ever had in my life. They took like oh, wow. beet juice or beets uh-huh. and, and juiced it, you know, in a juicer and and. uh with fresh you know made fresh tomato juice and and this and their uh, elixir vodka is very good. I'm not a big uh, absolute guy myself but they're mm-hmm. they this is it's funny because they have to now compete with with the little with the little craft distillers, you know. So the big guys are coming up with these premium small batch um brands now and it's uh it's it's funny to think that you know Absolute has to compete with you know Tito's, or even some other vodka you never heard of, um, but they do. They have to try to compete with, um, with with the little guys, and and that that just shows that you know there's more pride and there's more um, interesting shit going on. You know, <laughs> I think it's a really no cool for sure, thing.
1: man. I mean, like I said, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I was like, this is definitely the most exciting time to be a bartender, just because uh, you know, just all these these cocktail conferences are emerging, uh, the education is there you know, people like yourself, you and Vano that are putting the content. I mean, it's, I don't know. I just see that bartenders, I mean, I, like I said, it's a pride now. And I think that in bartending and uh, and I think there's an artistic aspect that's been missing for so long. And even to me, man, I always wanted to bartend, but I, I believe that I came at a right time to mm-hmm. get involved in bartending because uh, it's, it's appreciated and embraced now more than ever of, you know, making crafted cocktails and Going with fresh juices and and I love that I love that because I did grow up in the scene where everything was just processed and just yeah. where like Long Island iced teas came like <laughs> I think they still have like a batch where they just they, yeah. they don't mix it bro it's just oh, already no, mixed I and, oh Lord. I hate so that so you yeah, yeah man
0: so uh, it, it's it's good times for being a a bartender and it's just amazing the the difference between you know just ta- taking simple syrup and lemon juice. Mm. Which is sa- you know home- homemade sour mix basically. Yeah. yeah. But the difference between that and what comes out of the gun is just night and day. I mean it's just you know I'm I, I'm actually drinking stuff like uh Tom Collins again because you know made it made with sour mix out of a gun. It's terrible. Yep. But you know yeah. you make it with just with simple syrup and fresh lemon juice and a good gin and some Man. club soda on top. That's, yep. it's the greatest yeah. thing, man. It's I great. made one of those a few weeks ago, man. I
1: know exactly what you're
0: talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but if you you know, if you Good went stuff. into uh if you went into like a chain restaurant and ordered that, you know, forget it, it would be awful. So it's it's a very different thing.
1: It is. I feel like we've been deprived, right, of the good stuff. It's like, man, I've been drinking all the crappy (laughs) crap. I know (laughs) all the crappy drinks for so many years, Uh, and so it it definitely is is a good feeling to be able to be surrounded by some great cocktails now. So
0: yeah, what what do you uh, what do you like to make if somebody comes up and I don't really know what I want? Yeah,
1: man, you know (laughs) what, man? I actually. you know, old fashions, Manhattan. I love Manhattan, man, with some, mm-hmm. you know, rye whiskey. Uh, Manhattan has been big. Uh, Negroni's, uh, Sazerac, a lot of old school yeah. uh, drinks. I took uh, that course, and now you guys mentioned it. I learned it from you guys, uh, barsmarts.com, and I, I took that course and passed it and, and learned a few drinks. Oh, nice. From that. Yeah, man. So, I uh, that you know, I great. forgot
0: about that. I've been meaning to do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a great
1: course. You should take it, man. Yeah. It's re- I mean, you learn a lot. And, you know, Del DeGroff and a lot of like the head bartenders from, uh, from New York City, uh, from all over the world, uh, teach that class. And uh, you definitely come out of there learning so much. Uh, and it's reasonable. I think it's like 29 bucks. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so, cheap. so it's highly recommended for bartenders that really want to study online. Uh, it's uh, you got to check it out,
0: and then and so you can do it online, but you can also do it half online and half at Tales of the Cocktail. So that they have what they I call heard. the uh, the practical or whatever. You know you can do it online or or I forget what they call the other way practical or whatever. But I was talking to a guy at Tales of the Cocktail who who did mm. it, and he's like, yeah man, I just made a I just made a drink for Dale DeGroff like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. awesome. And he was like, it was the coolest thing, you know. Yeah. And he and he liked and he liked it. So that that, yeah. was, that, was, that was the best part. I I guess. <laughs> what would you say Vince is your favorite drink? What do you like to make, man? What are I, you making lately? I, I'm making a lot of Manhattans. Um, yeah, okay. You know, I mean, it, you know, it depends on the person, you know, if it's yeah. a, if it's a young lady, you know, a lot of times they're going to want something sweet. Um, mm. I made a, cobbler the other day which uh you, you can make with um, orange marmalade i, li- I like okay that. you know it's just something unusual and different it was way too sweet for me but <laughs> mm-hmm. i didn't, i don't know i didn't mean to, for it to be that sweet but it uh she liked it you know she liked it a lot but um yeah it depends you know i try to try to mix it up do something different
1: no for sure i think that's one thing that i learned man from my experience you know getting in bartending was that you gotta have a signature cocktail for different demographics. Like, right. as a matter of fact, as soon as I started bartending, I started. Uh, I think Vano was talking about that he did this as well. He actually keeps a journal where he keeps all his notes and he kind of uh, documents his journey. Right. And I started doing that as well, man. And I try to do a takeaway. So like, every uh, bartending gig that I do, I write down my experience and what I learned from each experience. And uh, because every every you know, every night is is different. You're gonna have a customer that's gonna throw you you know curveball or or you're going to learn, you know, just some nuances that you you miss and you can just continue getting better at and uh, so a great advice would be just if you're a bartender learn something from the old school og cats from you know <laughs> the ladies who love the sweet drinks yeah, uh yeah. because uh, it's good to have one because you will be asked you know hey you know, i just want something fruity and sweet and you know that with the ladies and or yeah. an old school cat who's like yo, maybe a godfather or godmother and you just have to be prepared i think preparation is key so right. keep in mind the demographics i think
0: that's something that I, i've learned in the past couple of months especially through you guys as well so all right on the subject of sweet drinks Mm-hmm. you know i've always steered away from them but uh, you know recently i'm realizing you know you, you can explore as long as it's balanced you know it, exactly. the, the there you sweet go. the sweet is balanced with with some uh, sour or citrus or, mm-hmm. or and or bitters or whatever and balanced mm-hmm. with the alcohol and uh, so you know i mean if you if you want a drink that's not sweet really what do you have it you know i mean it's right. you know hey i love i love bourbon neat <laughs> I love Scotch. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good Scotch or single malt Scotch. You know, yeah. uh, I'm I'm all up in that. But you know, if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna mix something together, you want I talked about it on the show actually. I guess not that long ago. You, you, if you balance all that out with the sweet um you can make something great you know and bitters I'm really into lately I'm starting yeah, a little, starting a little collection of those I can't same here you can't you can't have too many different ones you know uh i I'm, I'm always looking at it like tempted to order you know this uh six pack of different bitters you know like eh, yeah it's whatever it is, $80. I <laughs> hey, I guess not. <laughs> it's expensive, man. I'm
1: also like you because I know you have your own bar and uh, most bartenders do. And I've been trying to, and you know, I'm building slowly my my home bar here and it's an expensive hobby, man. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> building up the lab, but it's something we're doing. You know, definitely you can get in there and just do some homework and experiment. So yeah. I'm like you, man. I'm also experimenting with bitters as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually built, I, I got my outdoor bar. Now I just built an indoor one. So... <laughs> Oh, right. oh yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but it's um, yeah, and it's funny to think. You know, everybody knows I'm into this at my friends and family and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm never ceased to be amazed when somebody comes over and brings like a cheap brings me a cheap bottle of wine or you know or something mm-hmm. like. <laughs> hey yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I know. You man. know, maybe <laughs> a, buy 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 a bring a pie instead. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 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 All right. So um, and and so you're uh, also you're doing your own bart. You got your own bartending little business, but then you also hooked up with another group of guys that. Uh...
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. So it's it's a company called Bartending to You. Shout out to them. They're, they do some amazing work. They're also bartenders. They've been doing it for for quite some time, and they opened up uh, just a private. It's a startup, you know, private bartending company. Uh-huh. And uh, they you know they said, hey, listen, we want you to join the team and get involved, and uh, you know it's just really good chemistry. So they're doing it as well. So they also give me some gigs and I also get gigs on my own. So uh yeah it's been cool man it's been it's been fun. Private bartending is something that I want to continue doing. I love the connection. I love the fact that people are a little bit more friendlier. Mm-hmm. Um but just bartending in general I'm just in love with it. You know, Vince, you know how it is man. It's just that something that you know I was uh working a cubicle job bro for so many years mm. and all my friends were like yo you just gotta bartend and everybody was like do it do it do it you would be a great bartender just because I love talking to people and connecting with people uh, it definitely makes you feel more alive when you're just behind a bar and just, I, I look at bartending Vince, as like a DJ. So, you know, right. it's the, the way they curate and that you're just, you're a commander, it's your bar, but you see so much. And it really is a lesson. I mean, you're an entrepreneur. I mean, you're you're the marketer, you're the PR, you're, yeah. you know, the sales uh, everything. So it definitely encompasses everything. And on the side, I am definitely a natural entrepreneur. That's why I started the blog and I do all that stuff. So it was probably the most, it was the job that was most suitable to my personality. And, and of course, being an artist, I started seeing the art aspect in bartending. So right. um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. Like I said, private bartending is cool. I've been ho- you know, hooking up with these guys and working with them, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting behind a bar um, and, uh, and making it happen and experience that. That style again. So
0: yeah, yeah it's it's, yeah, it's it's different, similar, but has uh, a lot of similarities and a lot of differences. But um, how, how do you go about um, rustling up gigs for yourself for your for your private bartender?
1: Man, anywhere from uh, just online. A lot of it's just uh, word of mouth. So a lot of yeah. people are just when I meet them at gigs, they're like, "Hey, I'm looking for." And a lot of people don't know that uh, what i was trying to do is educate and and tell the people, "Hey, it doesn't have to be on a holiday. We can do." a birthday party for a reasonable price. Uh, it could be, I, this yeah. one girl goes, do you do, what about uh she was, I was playing around with her and I said, even a, a girl, a, a movie night in, you know, yeah. uh, with the ladies yeah. and you want a bartender <laughs> and you can be like that rock rock star host that just get the bartender uh, yeah. for a reasonable price and you're just watching your movies and we're enjoying it. So I'm trying to kind of expand and let the people know that, hey, listen, it doesn't have to be for like big weddings. Uh, you can actually do it on a low scale birthday party or uh, like I said, a guy's poker night or whatever. But I think yeah. it'd be kind of cool. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to go that route and trying to sell that, that aspect uh, when it comes to private bartending. So
0: right, right, a lot and of you- word of mouth. And you, maybe you could also um, factor in the responsible serving aspect. You know, where you leave the bar to people's you know to people's own devices. Who knows uh, how much they're consuming before they leave? You know, so at least you're, yeah. you're kind of keeping track of stuff. There you go. You know? There you go. Yeah. Have you ever had? To, have, you, have you ever had to deal with uh, somebody who's had too much at, a, at one of these private events?
1: You know what? Yeah, man, I actually had somebody at the last at the New Year's Eve. Uh and he was funny because uh I, I in the beginning I didn't know if he was going to be obnoxious or not because he was like it was like a 20s uh theme party and he was like, "Hey, Ozio made me a sidecar." And we didn't have anything to make a sidecar, but uh he kept on coming back and it was like his buddies were coming back and made me a sidecar. Ozio, I heard you he make a mean sidecar. So, uh his buddies were cool, and but he was really like he took a liking to me because he was like, "Bro, and, and uh, you're the best bartender, Ozio." And he really uh, was connecting with me, but there was a time where uh, you guys referred to it as the rush, and we got slammed, man. Mm. It was it was crazy. So everybody, you know, we got you know, people were shooting, you know, darting out their drinks and can make. I mean, can you make this? Can you make that? And I had him next to me, uh, shouting, "Ozil, oh, man, you're the man. <laughs> you're the man, man." So I'm like, and I was trying to keep you know cool and just, yeah. hey, I right, smile. I'm like, all right, man, let me take care of these people. Yeah, but um. But no, I unfortunately I didn't have to cut him off. Uh, his wife was—it uh, was funny because his wife was like, "All right, honey, come on, let's pull back a little bit, uh, let him do his job." But he, if anybody, I would have to cut him off. Uh, it would probably be him because he was getting out of hand. But no, it was—it was all good. So I haven't—I haven't been able to do that. I, I heard they get belligerent though, right? I mean, oh, people, yeah. that's like the worst feeling.
0: It's tough cutting people off, you know. And then especially that—that's especially tough when it's somebody who's like been tipping you really well and is real friendly with you. And you know, you feel like you know he he feels like you're you're his buddy. And then all of a sudden you got to turn around. You're like, "Eh, I think you had enough. You know, nobody's ever happy when that you know when that happens. Never, never once have I cut somebody off and they're like, Yeah, you know what? You're right. (laughs) I've I have had enough. (laughs) It never (laughs) happens like that. You know, yeah. so, uh, but, you know, you got to do it. You're, you know, it's part of the
1: game, man, right? Is. You just have to do it. Like I said, you have to deal with, you know, the friendly people. And then, you know, the people that are always, the customers that think that they always, they're, they're, you know, they're right. And you don't know, you're the bartender, but they know that it's, you know, that what liquor that's that you put in and, and what's the best liquor. And they're very opinionated. And uh, so it's cool. Like I said, it's psychology 101, bro. You definitely deal with all kinds of people. And that's something that's really fascinating to me uh, as a bartender is is seeing that you just have this panoramic view to society you see the dude who's who's lonely the introvert that maybe just wants you know wants to talk and then you have the girl the flirty girls and then you have uh, you know the the dudes that just want to get you know yeah. you know pop their chest and and you, know, you just have all these different aspects of of uh, humanity, and it's a cool thing that you're definitely. Whenever you're behind the bar, you get to see all of that, which is uh, a fun thing. You don't get to see that in any other job.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, you're like uh, you're like the rock star of the party, you know, or you're like the D- I think the DJ. That's a good uh, analogy, you know.
1: Definitely is. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like I said, DJ is you know, when it comes to the volume and, and you know, they really are the commander. I mean, I've seen DJs where sometimes they just, they drop the ball and then the people stop dancing, leaving the dance floor. And yeah. I think as a bartender, such, just like a bartender, a bartender, your job is to be able to control the crowd. They're at your bar. That's you right. got to make sure that they all have a great time. And if you see somebody quiet, hey, connect them together. Hey, so-and-so, hey, you should meet this person. Right. And, and you're just you're just the commander of your bar, man, and that's your job is to be a connector. At the end of the day, you gotta give them a great experience. And I know you guys talked about it uh, in previous episodes to give them. I think Vandal mentioned the Disney experience, and I'm all right. about that, man. It's yeah. all about making them feel good uh, and then giving them that experience. And uh, and like I said, it's it's better tips and everybody wins, you know. So exactly,
0: exactly. It's about man. That's awesome. Well, that's yeah. I think that's a good place to leave it. We'll leave it there. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. Awesome. Well, um, you want to tell everybody your um, website, what your website is? Yeah,
1: so what you can do is uh, you can go to Uh Click on the blog. I'm going to be posting up uh, a weekly bl- you know, blog on my personal insights and kind of some of my entrepreneurial tactics that I've learned as a bartender. So I'll be doing that. So thinkozal also on facebook.com slash thinkozal one. And I'm also on Twitter, think Ozio as well. So, uh, and also I want to tell you guys real quick before uh, I let you go, uh, Vince. That I want to give you guys mad kudos and mad props, you and Vano, for for showing up, for showing wow. up every week and being committed to this podcast and being committed to the education of bartending and and on many aspects of it man and i think that you guys played an integral role in inspiring me as a bartender with your 25 drinks i think i posted on twitter one time like a list of i took notes of all your episodes and you guys provide a lot of valuable information so mad respect i'm really looking forward to seeing this podcast grow in 2014 and uh, keep doing a great job I, i'm a big fan man and I, I definitely let people know that's why i linked you guys up on that uh, yeah. on the vlog man, yeah, because yeah. you guys have done an amazing job and oh, uh, i wish you guys man. the best absolutely ozil, that's
0: awesome thank you so much all right well that's our buddy ozil and it was a great time talking to him and uh i think we'll talk to him again in the future on the podcast Thank you guys for listening. Um, Happy New Year, if I didn't wish you that already. This is the first show of the new year, isn't it? Yeah. This is show number 50. We're coming up to show 52. That's pretty cool, I think. Show 52, our year-long anniversary. So, um, again, thanks for listening. I'm Vince. You can find me on email at vince.bartender at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Barkeep Tips. And uh, our website is bartenderjourney.weebly.com. Weebly.com. Hey, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, hey, don't forget, we have our tip cup. If you go to that website that I just mentioned, bartenderjourney.weebly.com, You can find our tip cup, and you can help support the show and keep it it going. So uh, we really appreciate that. And uh, you'll be hearing from Vano again in the near future. He's um, taking a couple weeks off from the podcast to to recharge and and really um, get ready, come back with guns blazing. So uh, we look forward to that. All right, guys. Cheers.